I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit 
entice me or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. 
public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us near. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. Unlock my phone and watch the world die. They cry into God while they run for their lives. Blood in the streets, bombs in the sky. Goodbye. I hope you had dreams come true. I hope they see in their crosshairs what I see in you and I hope. And I pray that's all I can do I don't understand who is good or bad They don't care as long as you got oil sands We need something fast, we need something bad More than guns and tanks, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Turn on the news and watch the world fight Thousands of men making widows of wives I'll be home soon, walked off in the night Goodbye, I will remember you I know it should be shot and they're men just like you But I hope and I pray Cause that's all I can do I don't understand who is good or bad They don't care as long as you got oil sands We need something fast, we need something bad More than guns and tanks, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? 
to another edition of true spiracy true spiracy number 81 the gospel of mary magdalene mm-hmm. uh yes I, I kind of can't wait for this one for the first time though me and tom mcdonald completely disagree on a song because um <laughs> you're putting it on a man again you're right been awake forever you're putting it on a man again we no. need jesus not we superman just, we just need god no we no, just need god true. jesus and god are kind of one in the same but okay. we just need god look if we got god we're good folks you just got to believe in god we got to stop looking up for another person we got to stop looking for somebody else to blame and start blaming the right people ourselves we've kind of put ourselves in the situation it's on us now we've got to dig our hole out of it get the fuck out of it Oh, no, no, no. There's no digging, digging out of this one, babe. <laughs> Come on now. Anyway, I'm... welcome back. <laughs> I'm Mick. And with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. Moda. <laughs> VLAN or Moda. Yes. <laughs> Moda is here today, not VLAN. Mother of the Apocalypse is here today. Yes. So enjoy this um, <laughs> because she gets to read probably one of my... Uh, most favorite books because of all the d- disciples of the 13 disciples that there were okay um understand judah or judas he was cast out um supposedly i i disagree i don't think he was but um even better though who else would have written a manuscript than jesus's wife of the life that she lived with her man then Mary Magdalene. No, 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 Mick. Jesus was, yes, Jesus most certainly was married. And this is proof of it. And this scares every Christian, Catholic, church going scholar for the days of time because all they want her remembered as is a whore. A whore. They don't want her remembered for who she was. Her point was this. Even a prostitute can turn their life around. She was never a prostitute. Okay. Listen, it, it comes from somewhere. The story comes from somewhere, which means at one point in her life, she was living as, as a prostitute. The point is, even that part of people, you can't judge it. Look, every single one of you motherfuckers in here, and I know you have, you've all been convicted of a crime at some point, or you did something stupid. Do I look at you any differently? No. Did you do your time and are you out and are you clear of your charges? Probably because you can vote. 
90 90% of the people that come here are people that vote. Why is that? Because you're looking for the truth in politics. And unfortunately, there just isn't any anymore. It's all bullshit. Do you know about the name Mary? Hmm? Do you know about the name Mary? What about it? It's four letters. It's got A and R in the middle. And it starts with an M and ends with a Y. What's up? My understanding, this is from something I read years ago, was that the name Mary in the time of Jesus was revered and reserved for essentially princesses of the bloodlines. So as there were, you know, elders of the tribes of Israel, there the daughters of, like we're reading the good book, they called them the princes of the tribes. The daughters of them, the eldest daughter was traditionally named Mary. Okay. Mary's also known to be, for a lot of the princesses and stuff of that nature within the world, throughout the kingdoms. However, it's not her first name. That's the name you have to watch. It's the second one. Why? Been Awake Forever says they converged two different Marys in the Bible. Magdalene was not the prostitute. Magdalene was the prostitute. Mary, Mother Mary, is the one you're thinking of. No, they never con they never converged them. There's two different Marys. There was Mother Mary, who gave birth to Jesus Christ in a manger on December 25th, as all the, you know, the normal people seem to think, except it wasn't much till April. Anyway, she gave birth to Mary, or Mary gave birth, Mother Mary gave birth to Jesus Christ in the stable, in the manger, blah, blah, blah. And she had never been with a man. That is the Virgin Mary. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was the prostitute that Jesus met on, on the way from Cana to uh, Jerusalem. She was one of the first people that Jesus touched outside of his village, like physically put his hands on. She was the first one that turned her life completely around and followed him from that point on. Not talked about the Bible. Why? Because during the Council of Nicaea, it showed Jesus as a man. Because Jesus was infatuated with this woman, and we're about to read about it. You're about to hear about his infatuation with Mary Magdalene. You're about to hear that Jesus was nothing, nothing more than a man. His dick got hard just like ours does. Oh, that's blasphemous talk. No, why? He was a man. He was sent down here to be a man. And then we murdered him. Been awake forever says, no, I'm not thinking of, Ma of Mother Mary. I'm a preacher's kid. You're not teaching me anything, Mick. Love you, though. There were two other Marys that were converged, not Mother Mary. Well, I'm trying Which, to think who the other Marys would have been. There so, would have been hold on. Only St. Mary Catherine is the only other one that I know as a Catholic. Um. Now, that's as a Catholic. Been awake forever. I think I know what you're talking about, and this is kind of where I was getting to. In what I read, and again, this was years ago, um, Jesus was engaged to Mary his whole life. They were promised to each other, Mary, his wife. 
You're going to have to find that for me. Mary, I never read that before. Mary, but I the, can tell you that Mary, the Mary was. Ma can I finish? Yeah. Mary, the prostitute, the one that he met on the road to Cana. That is absolutely true. But they have converged those two, Mary, his wife, and Mary, the prostitute, to make one character in the Bible because they did not, A, they didn't want Jesus to be seen as a man, they didn't want people to know that he was married and they wanted to paint Mary in a bad picture because he left his flock in her charge. Well, it's comical because you know that, it was that Josh guy, the guy, Josh Gates, I watch him all the time. He does all the, the crazy like law shit, like mm, conspiracy okay. yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it's conspiracy. He does the mm -hmm. Expedition X. He does all that shit. He did one on Mary Magdalene mm -hmm. to prove outside of the Bible that she actually existed. Mm -hmm. And they found records of her. Okay. In not only Jewish like court transcript documents, but also Roman documents as well. Yeah. Saying that she was actually a prostitute. Yeah. Mary Magdalene actually did exist. Yes. She was a real person. They have proved it. Not only was she a real person, but she became a disciple of Jesus Christ and his love interest later on in life. Mm, see, that's where it's different. No, no, that's well, where no, that's, see, um, listen, that's where the some, two characters are converged. See, I, I think you're thinking of a different Mary altogether because Mary Magdalene is very specific and it's, can you just read this first? And I think you're going to see the separation very quickly and you're going to understand what I'm talking about because what you are talking about is completely different. This is a completely okay. different. I've read this probably about 13 times. Okay. Can we get high first? D d really? Already? I mean, damn, you're just. I'm the one that has Shopping to read out. I'm the one that has to read out loud. All right, so. I get you that. I give you that. Every why did you guys tell her that she could read it? What the fuck were you thinking, guys? Oh. Fuck. You know what I have to deal with now? Damn. You want to get high? Jesus. All right. Well, I guess since we're doing it early, and you didn't even close the door. I think it was Orson Scott Card who did, and I've been looking for these books for a long time since I read them. I read them at my parents' beach house. Like my parents would rent their beach house out for the week, but we'd always get it for one week out of the year. It's on the Outer Banks. It's beautiful. Um, it was. And uh, It's not anymore. No, well, they sold it. I mean, it's still it. beautiful, but they sold it. But anyway. It probably isn't. Some um, asshole probably bought it and made it look stupid. But anyway, but people would leave books behind and, you know, and and take books with them, that kind of a thing. And there was always a whole shelf full of books. And one year I went and there was this whole series or a couple of books by Orson Scott Card that had, um, and it was Women of the Bible. And he did one on Esther and he did one on Mary and he did an, he did one on, I'm trying See, to think See, Mary in Israel was actually at that time a very rare name. Correct. Because it was reserved for princesses. But it wasn't, especially in the lower class and the Jews, it would have been considered one of those blasphemous names that you never give anybody. So, uh, because it was reserved for exactly. higher class princesses. Exactly. Yes. So it wasn't. Um, <coughs> Understand that Jesus was also considered a prince of the blood. <clears throat> so it's, well, 
based on Wait, his bloodline. Shush, okay, just all right, shush. All right. You're going to read this. I know. I, I know. This I know. is actually right. a really good story. I always love this story. All it's right. one of my favorites. Let's go. Then. Anyway. <laughs> If we're going to do this, you know what time it is. If it's legal for you, where you're at, and what you're doing, smoke it up if you've got it. We'll put this one up uh, more for the veterans. Hey, it's the day after Veterans Day. For all you vets out there, everybody that served, if it's legal for you to smoke, let's burn one just because we never got to do it on duty. No shit. Or off duty for that matter. No shit. Bring my muscle up one. Although I do know plenty of guys that did it off duty and just um, kept it quiet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One of your friends was telling me all about it, actually. For sure. The one whose wife shares the exact same birthday with me. Month, day, and year. Damn, that's disgusting. Yeah. Dennis is a douche. Not Dennis. Only one I know that does. Uh uh-uh. uh. Cool. Um, they're from New Jersey. Her name's Anna, and uh, his name starts with a J. Jason, Jeremy, oh, Jared. The Jared. There yeah. you go. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah, but he got caught. He's an idiot. He got caught <laughs> and kicked out of the military. Well, for okay, but I mean, he tried to keep it quiet anyway. Wasn't very good at it. It's hard to be good at it when you're a podcast. Just saying. I know. That's why I waited till now to smoke. So now I now I can smoke and it's illegal. I don't give a fuck. Well, technically not legal, but who cares? Matter of fact, I'm going to read the intro because I want you to read it right. Because there is a theme to this, and you have to understand what she was trying to reveal, I think. I'm trying to get to her actual... Nope, nope. Go, go to the intro, because the intro actually is really good in this. This is actually really good. I've read the whole book. Backwards this one? I mean, there's a couple of them, so... No, it's, it's the one that gives the whole chance... It, no, this is the one that I've read before. Trust me. Okay. Her works... What she did for Christianity. Yeah, this is like if he in a body bag. So she she does a if you guys have never read this before, this is um, some of you are probably going to get pissed because I got pissed the first time I read it. And because uh, it, it it casts things in a different light than what I thought the first time I read it or or what I knew about it or what I thought I knew about it. And after you read this and you actually get to see all the parts of this, um, she is 
Some people say she's crazy. Some people say whatever. Long story short, you're going to see a woman, or at least at the end of it, when I, I read it, I saw a woman who was very torn and what she saw and what she believed. And she was trying to put two and two together. And her her gospel is, it, it, they lost a lot of parts of it. There was a lot of water damage to her gospel. So you're going to, it only starts out at certain parts. Um, but a lot of it's uh, very preachy for her, I, I guess is the way you would call it, because it would be preachy per se. Um, and she does a lot um, in talking to the, um, D the other disciples that you're going to hear that you're going to be like, she actually, you actually hear, she kind of had a, I, I don't understand. I don't know how you put this, but you could kind of tell that everybody like kind of looked to her in the room. Like when they were making decisions after Jesus was crucified, everybody kind of looked to her like, Hey, what do you want to do? And it gives this very, wifely appearance of her which her, makes her look and jesus look very human and one of the things we know amongst everything of we know about religion at the council of nicaea the most important effect that was put into the bible was to make jesus look holy his being a man didn't count it couldn't count because he must be revered as holy before everything else. And, and you can see that in all the writings and in the Apocrypha and everything that has been found since then. We have found all these original writings that tell a kind of a, story. a different story of what we've been told our entire life about the Bible. Rosetta West, welcome. We're really just getting started, so no worries. Okay. Mary Magdalene and Cypress Hill. Yeah. Sorry, that was our one of my, me and my best friends mm -hmm. who we do that for. It was one of our favorite songs because that's how we get high. It's just one of those things. You got it. All right. The Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Blah, blah, blah. Copyright, yada, yada. Disclaimer. Okay. The first apostle woman and her wisdom, lost apocryphal gospels collection. So you said you wanted to read the intro? Yeah. You want to make this bigger? Please, if you could. Oh, no, no, don't. No, back. Yeah, there you go. All right. Most people today are not familiar with the gospel of Mary. It was written near in the early second century CE, but it disappeared for over 1500 years until a single incomplete translation in Coptic surfaced in the late 1800s. We do not know where it was found, but we do know that the manuscript had contained, uh, it was bought by Carl Reinhardt in Cairo and taken to Berlin in 1896. More fragments in Greek were found in the 1900s, but the complete copy of the Gospel of Mary has not been found yet only eight pages of the ancient text remain, so around half of it might be lost forever. Despite its short length, these few pages offer an interesting look into the form of Christianity and what was forgotten 
in a long time. This short account presents a different interpretation of Jesus, his teachings as a way to gain internal spiritual knowledge. It rejects the idea that his suffering and death were the way to eternal life. It shows the idea that Mary of Magdala was a harlot is a made-up story. It argues that a woman, woman can be leaders, which is rare in early Christian writings. It criticizes corrupt authority and images a world where we strive for spiritual excellence. It challenges our idealized views of unity and harmony from the Christians, and it makes you reconsider the foundation of church power. And all this was written in the name of a woman. The story in the Gospel of Mary is simple. As the first six pages are missing, the gospel starts in the middle of a conversation between the Savior and his disciples and his resurrection, (laughs) or after his resurrection. We're going to stop it right there. We're going to go forward to that part, because this is where you should just hear it for yourself and make your own determination, because she's about to add, the lady that wrote this, she's about to add her own three cents in on this. So we're going to scroll down here to her writing which is what i've been trying to find yeah it's down here a little bit uh it's better if you hit the um yeah go to the the um teachings jesus teachings in the gospel of mary yeah the body of the word as soon as it comes up why is this doing this? I don't know. See, I don't think so. Hold on. There she is. I told you I don't think this is the right one. I don't think. I think that's. Where? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stand by. You're going to have to go get the actual Apocrypha is what you got to get. Yeah. Hold on. Give me just a second. Um, or a translation of the Apocrypha because it's in that. I know that for a fact. Because that was where we found it before, I believe. There it is, because there's the gospel, Mary's gospel, translation-based. Yep. The Berlin Codex. Okay, excellent. So it tells you about the translation first. Uh, It's based in the Berlin Codex, uh, 8502, page 7, line 1. Blah, blah, blah. 
okay. and the Greek text to smaller text. Yeah, three copies. Yeah, sure. That's right, it. Here we go. That's the one. Mary's Gospel. The translation that follows is based on the Berlin Codex 8502, page 7, line 1 through page 19, line 5, BG 8502, 1-7, 1-19, 5. The Berlin Codex contains the most complete copy of Mary's Gospel discovered so far, even though more than half of it is missing. It's a 5th century Coptic translation of an earlier Greek text. Two smaller Greek fragments dating to the 3rd century have also been found. See the appendix for details, which we will. All three copies of Mary's gospel were discovered in Egypt. Scholars widely agree that the original gospel was probably written in Egypt or Syria in the first half of the second century, which would mean it was written at least as early as the latest books of the New Testament. This translation is presented in two versions. First, one with standard paragraph breaks with uh, page and line numbers listed like biblical chapter and verse numbers. And second, for those who don't prefer superscript numerals interrupting the text, an unformatted version which tracks more closely with the Coptic arrangement, which, like other ancient manuscripts, contains neither sentence breaks nor paragraph breaks. In addition to the fresh translation below, a more literal translation has been included in the appendix for further study. The translation in the appendix is being committed to the public domain and may be freely copied and used for any purpose. Excellent. So this is the formatted version. Pages one through six are missing. Do we want to do that or do we want to do the unformatted version? Let's do more. Okay. Then will matter be destroyed or not? The Savior said, all natures, all forms, all living beings are interdependent, but they'll all dissolve again into their original state because the nature of matter dissolves into the original state of its nature. Anyone who has ears to hear should hear. Peter said to him, since you've explained everything to us, tell us one more thing. What's the sin of the world? The Savior said, Sin doesn't exist in and of itself, but you're the ones who make sin when you act in accordance with the nature of adultery, which is called sin. That's why the good has come among you, approaching every nature in order to reunite it with its origin. Then he continued and said, that's why you get sick and die, because you love what tricks you. Anyone who can understand should understand. Matter gives birth to a passion that has no image because it comes from what's contrary to nature. Then confusion arises in the whole body. That's why I told you to be content at heart. If you are discontented, find contentment in the presence of the various images of nature. Anyone who has ears to hear should hear. After the Blessed One said these things, he greeted them all and said, Peace be with you. Acquire my peace. Be careful not to let anyone mislead you by saying, look over here or look over there, because the authentic person exists within you. Follow that person. Those who seek will find. So go and preach the gospel about the kingdom. Don't lay down any rules beyond what I've given you, nor make a law like the lawgiver, or else you'll be bound by it. After he said these things, he left. But they grieved and wept bitterly. They said, how can we go to the Gentiles to preach the gospel about the kingdom of the authentic person? If they didn't spare him, why would they spare us? 
Then Mary arose and greeted them all. She said to her brothers and sisters, don't weep and grieve or let your hearts be divided because his grace will be with you all and will protect you. Rather, we should praise his greatness because he's prepared us and made us authentic people. After Mary said these things, she turned their hearts toward the good and they started to debate the words of the Savior. Peter said to Mary, Sister, we know the Savior loved you more than all other women. Tell us the words of the Savior that you remember, the things which you know that we don't and which we haven't heard. In response, Mary said, I'll tell you what's hidden from you. So she started to tell them these things. I, she said, I saw the Lord in a vision, and I said to him, Lord, I saw you in a vision earlier today. In response, he said to me, you're blessed because you didn't waver at the sight of me. For where the mind is, there lies the treasure. I said to him, Lord, now does the one who sees a vision see it by the soul or in the spirit? In response, the Savior said, they don't see it by the soul or in the spirit, but the mind which exists between the two is what sees the vision. Pages 11 through 14 are missing. And desire said, I didn't see you going down, but now I see you're going up. So why are you lying since you belong to me? In response, the soul said, I saw you, but you didn't see me or know me. I was to you just a garment and you didn't recognize me. After it said these things, it left rejoicing greatly. Again, it came to the third power, which is called ignorance. It interrogated the soul and said, where do you think you're going? In wickedness, you're bound. Since you're bound, don't judge. And the soul said, why do you judge me since I haven't judged? Yes, I was bound, even though I didn't bind anything. They didn't recognize me, but I've recognized that everything will dissolve, both on earth and in heaven. <laughs> After the soul had overcome the third power, it went up and saw the fourth power, which took seven forms. The first form is darkness, the second desire, the third ignorance, the fourth zeal for death, the fifth the kingdom of the flesh, the sixth the foolish wisdom of flesh, the seventh, the wisdom of anger. These are the seven powers of wrath. They ask the soul, where do you come from, you murderer, and where do you think you're going, conqueror of space? In response, the soul said, what binds me has been killed. What surrounds me has been overcome. My desire is gone and ignorance has died. In a world, I was released from a world and in a type, from a heavenly type and from the chain of forgetfulness, which is temporary. From now on, I'll obtain the rest of the time of the season in eternity in silence. After Mary said these things, she fell silent because the Savior had spoken with her up to this point. In response, Andrew said to the brothers and sisters, say what you will about what she said. 
I, for one, don't believe that the Savior said such things because these teachings seem like different ideas. In response, Peter spoke out with the same concerns. He asked them concerning the Savior. He didn't speak with a woman without our knowledge and not publicly with us, did he? Will we turn around and all listen to her? Did he prefer her to us? Then Mary wept and said to Peter, My brother Peter, what are you thinking? Do you really think that I made all this up in my heart or that I'm lying about the Savior? In response, Levi said to Peter, Peter, you've always been angry. Now I see her debating with this woman just like the adversaries. But if the Savior made her worthy, who are you to reject her? Surely the Savior knows her very well. That's why he loved her more than us. Rather, we should be ashamed of ourselves, clothe ourselves with authentic humanity, and acquire it for ourselves as he instructed us. We should preach the gospel, not laying down any rules or laws beyond what the Savior has said. After Levi, after Levi said these things, they started to go out to teach and preach. The gospel according to Mary. That just seems like one short story in a much larger book. Formatted. All right. Yes. We definitely have to read that. Well, because because we have to read it again. The formatted version is. Oh, it changes. So the unformatted version, you just heard, heard the formatted version. Well, this is the same thing, just it, without the chapter w- numbers, but we when, go to the unformatted version in the appendix. When, when you go to the unformatted version, it, it, it changes in that, like there they tried to apply time to what she was saying. When you remove time, it sounds a lot different, if that makes any sense. When you remove time, every, like the whole message changes. It, it's a whole, it's almost like a completely different message. It's like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what? I, um, I can't believe you just said that. Or maybe I can. Oh, no, I know you can. Because do you understand? I do. I do. Those with ears should be able to understand. Those with ears to hear should hear. Those who can understand should understand. Yes. Been said many a time. I was given a a challenge. And I passed it on. So what you just said about time. was almost exactly said to me before. Um, okay. Hold on. I ha- uh, hold on. It's, 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 it's not because we got like okay. dead air. When you say you miss someone like I miss Justin and you take away the time aspect from it, what is the only definition that remains? You shot high or low and missed the target. Think about it. How does this change your perspective on what you greatly desire? 
when you take time out. Now I'm a little things. Anyway. When you take out the time. So we're going to move on. Oh, you, you, yeah? Yeah, go right into it. I'm, I'm telling you, just read it for what it is. Let everybody else make their own decisions. Okay. This is not something, you know, I'm not going to convince you of anything you're not going to hear yourself. So <laughs> well, this is, this if is, this is we're going to read the first time you're listening to it. We're going to read the same thing just this time. Well, we're going to read the same thing again, and then we're going to read the unformatted version. Why not, not just, okay. Because I think okay. we need to read this whole thing again. All right. Like this. Like it was just read this time. Like you just read it before. Well, because I didn't read out the numbers and the chapters and verses and all that. All right. Well, whatever. All right, go for it. Then will matter be destroyed or not, the Savior said. All natures, all forms, all living beings are interdependent, but they'll all dissolve again into their original state because the nature of matter dissolves into the original state of its nature. Anyone who has ears to hear should hear. You want to talk about that? Just read it. Okay. Peter said to him, since you've explained everything to us, tell us one more thing. What's the sin of the world? The Savior said, sin doesn't exist in and of itself, but you're the ones who make sin when you act in accordance with the nature of adultery, which is called sin. That's why the good has come among you, approaching every nature in order to reunite it with its origin. That one I will for you, just for you and those who want, who care to hear it. That's Jesus' really lame-ass way of explaining free will. That is Jesus's lame-ass way of explaining free will. Think about it. Think, read that again and apply free will to everything else you just said. That's why the good has come among you, approaching every nature in order to reunite it with its origin. No, no, above that. Keep above that. Go above that. Yeah, you got to go back uh, to about. Peter said to him, since you've explained everything to us, tell us one more thing. What's the sin of the world? The Savior said, sin doesn't exist in and of itself. But you're the ones who make sin when you act in accordance with the nature of adultery, which is called sin. What is the nature of adultery? When you sleep with another man's wife or another, you sleep with a spouse, spousal interaction. It doesn't just have to be that though. I would say the nature of adultery is. Anything that draws your attention away from your spouse. Jealousy, yeah. sneakiness, um, anything like underhanded, the, the nature of adultery, not adultery in and of itself. We know what adultery is, right? It's the nature 
of adultery. It's, it's all the shit that you would do to commit adultery. It, what would you have to do? You would have to lie. You would have exactly. to steal. You would have to, you, there was so much shit you would have to do. And cover it up. To cover it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The it's nature that he of brought adultery, it up that way. Which is called sin. Hmm. Okay. That's why the good, and good is capitalized, has come among you, approaching every nature in order to reunite it with its origin. So it's not just the nature of adultery. There are other natures watching as well. It's called free will. Mm. It's your free will. We make sin. It's our free will, whether or not we believe it or not. We make sin. What? How do you know what God's sin is? How do you know what? Who are we to ask? I mean, holy shit, that you got balls of steel. If you're going to fucking God right now going, hey, dude, what, what are your sins? Holy, no, no. See, that's where I believe this is Jesus's lame ass attempt to explain free will. Just he wasn't very good at it because that's what free will is. Who makes sin? We do. Who who binds us to sin? We do. Man does. It's not something God's keeping track of. Could you imagine if God was keeping track of all of your sins? Every time, all of you guys out there, every time you touch your dick in an unnatural way, let me tell you something. You think God's keeping track of that? Get the fuck out of here. That man's already blind. Because <laughs> you all know, holy shit, we've been beating our dicks since the day we found out it got hard. Get out of here. There's no way. And you ladies, double-clicking the mouses. Waxing the dolphin. I disagree with your theory on that. I, I hear a different message in that. Okay, what do you hear? When he says, that's why the good has come among you. I think he's talking about himself, his spirit. He is the ultimate good. Yes, he was the one that we were supposed to emulate. Correct. I I'm saying. Approaching every nature in order to reunite it with its origin. What he didn't, ha you have to understand, okay? Jesus came down here as a man, right? Mm-hmm. We all agree on that. Everybody agrees. The Bible said it happened. Everybody, there's no argument there. Ready? Ready for this one? Jesus was not granted free will. I know. Jesus was just as jealous of mankind, mm -hmm. just like every other heavenly body, mm -hmm. because we have free will. He did not. He had to follow whatever God put out in front of him. He had no choice. He could not deviate from that plan. Although he attempted to, according to this. Yep. Then he continued and said, that's why you get sick and die because you love what tricks you. Anyone who can understand should understand. And you all should understand. You love what tricks you. How many people love to go to McDonald's? You love it. Why do you love it so bad? 
because everything you're stuffing in your body is not real. It's poison. You know, there was a guy that um, wanted to find out why he'd never been to Chick-fil-A and he wanted to find out what all the rage was. So he went and he bought a Chick-fil-A sandwich and he analyzed it and he found that there's 50 different poisonous but addictive, essentially drugs, chemicals in a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm. Even the things that you think are good or bad are not necessarily good. So... That's why you get sick and die because you love what tricks you. Processed sugar. Man, it's so good. You think it's so sweet. It's more addictive than heroin and it'll kill you faster. It really is. You got to have a strong constitution to quit that shit because it's going to take me a whole lot to quit that yep. shit. Yep. Oof. I'll tell you what, I'm one of those guys that got to have at least a scoop and a half. And I take my coffee black. I, I love black coffee. It just. I Something mean, I did it. switch you over to organic cane sugar, so at least it's not processed white sugar anymore. But Good. <laughs> there is that. Matter gives birth to a passion that has no image because it comes from what's contrary to nature. Matter gives birth to a passion that has no image because it comes from what's contrary to nature. Hmm. Hmm. that's a deep one i'm gonna have to think about that one. yeah then confusion arises in the whole body that's why i told you to be content at heart if you're discontented find contentment in the presence of the various images of nature anyone who has ears to hear should hear How many times do we have we said that, and we even read in the Gospel of Q, and I think in the Gospel of Thomas as well, that uh, God isn't found in a building made by man. God is found outside in places made by God. And if you're discontented, if you're upset, if you're angry, the best thing you can do is go outside, put your feet in the soil, and find contentment in the presence of the various images of nature. You know, a, a lot of you said <clears throat> there's a lot of bad shit that came out of COVID. And I agree, there is, there was. Down here in the South, though, because God bless the people in the South, <clears throat> on Sunday, those Baptists, they, they got to go to church. They, they can't stay in their house, which is great. I love it. I think it's awesome. And they started doing the one thing I, I, I don't think I ever thought I'd ever see. Outside in the woods, they would gather for mass. In God's church. Not in a house built by man. No, underneath the leaves and the trees, protected by the shade from the sun, given by God. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, there's a lot of bad shit that came out of that. There's a lot of churches that are still doing that today because they noticed more people showed up to church when they were doing it outside. Why is that? Huh, just wonder, why is that? Because they feel better when it's outside. Huh. Because God can come there when it's outside. Craziness. Just saying. 
After the Blessed One said these things, he greeted them all and said, Peace be with you. Acquire my peace. Be careful not to let anyone mislead you by saying, look over here or look over there. Because the authentic person exists within you. Follow that person. Those who seek will find. So go and preach the gospel about the kingdom. You know, in the good book, I've been playing our friend, brother Matt's messages that he's been getting. And in one of the ones I played, I think on Friday, he said, essentially that there would be great upheaval, but his people would have peace in their hearts. The world might be going crazy around you. And yet you'll still be at peace in your heart. Peace be with you. Acquire my peace. Be careful not to let anyone mislead you by saying, look over here or look over there. Because the authentic person exists within you. Follow that person. Those who seek will find. What is the authentic person? I, I think today we're all beginning to draw the question as to who and what that is. It, it, it's tough today to find them because we've all had our, we thought we had our ace in the hole and it turned out our ace in a hole is really just a shell in the grass, just waiting to fucking jump up and steal your money. You know, it was funny the other day because somebody asked me, when are you going to go get your preacher certificate? I said, why would I do that? She said, well, you basically run church on Sundays for about four hours every Sunday. People tune in to go to church. They don't necessarily go to church because you drink beer and smoke weed, but they do walk away with religion. They do walk away with a different respect for God. I, I don't pretend to preach a religion here. There's no religion here. It's just God. It's just God. There's nothing about this that's about religion. I don't give a fuck about religion. I, I'm so sick of my own. I'm a Catholic for Christ's sake. I've been sick of it for this, 40 this is, years. So. This is ridiculous at this point. My own Pope is selling us out to the Muslims. You know, he just it was, kicked out the only conservative bishop, and it was like the Catholics used to stand up against the Muslims. Apparently, not today. Apparently, we're turning like all four of our cheeks. I, I don't get it. Anyway, I, this isn't about religion. It's about God. It's about look. There's more books out there that we haven't read yet, and that we all need to read. That's all this is about. Because there was more people talking about this back then than what we've been led to believe. They also have something to say that kind of changes what we've been led to believe. And this is part of it. Don't lay down any rules beyond what I've given you, nor make a law like the lawgiver, or else you'll be bound by it. After he said these things, he left. 
but they grieved and wept bitterly. They said, how can we go to the Gentiles and preach the gospel about the kingdom of the authentic person? If they didn't spare him, why would they spare us? Think about that one for a second. What have I always said? God put his only son on the earth and we murdered him. Those 13 disciples at that point, their assholes were probably clinched tighter than anything on earth. If you shoved a piece of coal up there, I'm guaranteeing in 12 days, you would have had a goddamn huge diamond because those assholes were clinched tight because they were like, fuck, if they killed him, what are they going to do to us? And now we got to go preach this. Then Mary arose and greeted them all. She said to her brothers and sisters, don't weep and grieve or let your hearts be divided because his grace will be with you all and will protect you. Rather, we should praise his greatness because he's prepared us and made us authentic people. See, now this is where I have a lot of issue with the people who say that, oh, well, Mary wasn't really, that sounds like a leader right there. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a woman scorned. That sounds like somebody who's turning the other cheek saying, okay, you wanted to screw with, you killed my husband? Watch this. Now you just pissed me off. And now I'm going to do nothing but make your life a living hell about all of this. Watch. We're going to preach his word. We're going to echo his word everywhere. He will become the most talked about person around the world. They tell you, they warn you. Your grandfathers, your 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 fathers, your father's father, everybody's warned you. Never mess with a woman scorned. They yeah. will end you. You're right, John. John said, I'm in church all the time. My relationship with Jesus, the creator and the Holy Spirit is everywhere. This is us gathering as saints. Uh, how long, what time does this come on Central for Sundays? Uh, Central be one o'clock Eastern and it's on for, I don't know, four or five, whatever. However We're on many for hours. about four hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we do Abraham. it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern for however long we go. After Mary said these things, she turned their hearts towards the good. And they started to debate the words of the Savior. She turned their hearts towards the good. Peter said to Mary, sister, we know the Savior loved you more than all other women. Tell us the words of the Savior that you remember, the things which you know that we don't and which we haven't heard. So let me tell you something right there. Okay. Peter said to Mary, sister, we know the Savior loved you more than all other women. Women. That means they were betrothed. They were husband and wife. It wasn't a simple relationship. Back then, those words meant you were married. Understand that. Correct. Like, if anyone were to describe our... How would you how, describe how me and Mick v. Felt about me? Well, he would kill for her. Well, there you go. It's the same thing. <laughs> same fucking thing. Bro. You kill for a lot of people, but you know he loves no, me more I, than I, all other women. Well, I'll kill for money, but 
anyway. <laughs> In response, Mary said, I'll tell you what's hidden from you. So she started to tell them these things. I, she said, I saw the Lord in a vision and I said to him, whoa, 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 wait, stop. What did you just say before that? Describe to me what those things that are hidden from you. I'll tell you what's hidden from you. So she started to tell them the things I. So first of all, the things that are hidden from you are to, the first one is I comma. This is important. She said, I saw first it was I was hidden from you, meaning you didn't know about this relationship between me and the Savior, meaning I was hidden from you. You didn't know about me. She just told him, I'll tell you, you can see it right there on the screen. I'll tell you what's hidden from you. So she started to tell them these things. I, she said, I saw the Lord. So she was hidden from them. Hmm. Interesting. I saw the Lord in a vision and I said to him, Lord, I saw you in a vision earlier today. In response, he said to me, you're blessed because you didn't waver at the sight of me. For where the mind is, there lies the treasure. When the time comes, do not run, do not panic. Stand still, my child, and set your feet as a stone. For those who scurry shall surely be consumed. You're blessed because you didn't waver at the sight of me. Mm. For where the mind is, there lies the treasure. I said to him, Lord, now does the one who sees a vision see it by the soul or in the spirit? In response, the Savior said, they don't see it by the soul or in the spirit, but the mind which exists between the two is what sees the vision. Were they all vessels? We see... The soul and the body. Everybody has a soul and a body, right? So what's the spirit? Your soul is just a different representation. Of That's your not soul. what she's saying. She said, does the one who see a vision see it by the soul or in the spirit? I guess maybe if you see it in front of you. He says they don't see it by the soul or in the spirit but the mind which exists between the two. So if your mind is able to cross over both planes, then yeah, because I, I have to believe there's more than just me out there that can see this shit. Correct. And I already know there is because I've already made contact with many, many of them. 
Correct. So we're all, they all. So we see both sides. We're able to cross both planes of existence, I guess, would be the way to look at it. But the mind which exists between the two is what sees the vision. Well, yeah, we all have seen weird shit. Every single one of us has. Mm -hmm. And we have all different parts of one vision that we've all tried to put together. Yep. The problem is, is we lack certain details that just doesn't make any sense when you put it all together. But I guess kind of in a weird way it does. What details are you lacking? Because I might be able to fill in some of the blanks today. Ooh. Well, we'd have to actually, I'd have to get everybody together for that because we'd have to talk about it and find out what we're missing because there are parts we're missing. We just can't remember them. Weird shit. I don't know. <laughs> Why do you keep looking at me okay. like that? Pages 11 through 14 are missing. So it picks up on page 15. And Desire said, I didn't see you going down, but now I see you're going up. So why are you lying since you belong to me? In response, the soul said, I saw you, but you didn't see me or know me. I was to you just a garment and you didn't recognize me. After it said these things, it left rejoicing greatly. Again, it came to the third power, which is called ignorance. It interrogated the soul and said, where do you think you're going? In wickedness you're bound, since you're bound, don't judge. And the soul said, why do you judge me since I haven't judged? Yes, I was bound, even though I didn't bind anything. They didn't recognize me, but I've recognized that everything will dissolve, both on earth and in heaven. After the soul had overcome the third power, it went up and saw the fourth power, which took seven forms. The first form is darkness. The second, desire. The third, ignorance. The fourth, zeal for death. The fifth, the kingdom of the flesh. The sixth, the foolish wisdom of flesh. The seventh, the wisdom of anger. These are the seven powers of wrath. They ask the soul, where do you come from, you murderer? And where do you think you're going, conqueror of space? In response, the soul said, What binds me has been killed. What surrounds me has been overcome. My desire is gone and ignorance has died. In a world, I was released from a world and in a type from a heavenly type and from the chain of forgetfulness, which is temporary. From now on, I'll obtain the rest of the time of the season in eternity, in silence. Really quick, let me... So, do you all remember the ancient Egyptian story of the Bodh Quran? So the boatman comes up and when you enter the boat, you're asked three questions to prove if your soul is worthy. Yet that part of the document, the parchment was burned out. They don't know what the three questions are, right? What if all of these things are relatable 
back to something like this. What if when we are when we go to heaven, when you're standing at the pearly gates, right? St. Peter's asking you how you're worthy to enter heaven. What if you're asked about the seven deadly sins? And within the seven deadly sins, according to normal government articles of writing, and you all would fucking agree with me on this one, there are 28 sub-questions within each one question. So within each one question, you have 28 sub-questions. Like, for instance, in this, it just went through the 28 sub-questions of wrath. So now you, you're asked, are you, are you full of wrath? The wrath is the fourth power. What are the other? Well, no, it's a seven, it's a seven deadly sins. It's greed, wrath, sloth, uh, vanity. Um, what are the seven? uh, I'm trying to remember all of them. Jealousy. Jealousy. Um, pride, pride and lust. Mm -hmm. Those are your seven deadly sins. So what if. With wrath, there are 28 subcomponents of wrath mm-hmm. that makes you a wrathful person. And maybe this is something we're asked. Maybe this is something we're asked as we're standing there at the gates. Have you ever done this? What makes you not a murderer? So, and these are, your, are supposed to be your responses. So, Sigurd, uh, you have it right. Isn't Mary just explaining the traps of ascension? That Yeshua explained to her. Yes, exactly. And when your body dies, your meat suit, as it were, and your soul is returning to the source. In order to truly ascend, you have to understand that what binds you, your body has been killed. What surrounds you your energy, your life force, your soul mm-hmm. has been overcome or your spirit, your, or your human emotion. Okay. Your free will yeah. has been overcome or it's been released. You're, mm-hmm. you no longer have control mm-hmm. of it. Your desire is gone. Yeah. Your ignorance has died because you are now no longer in a human body with so you're you've transversed to the soul. You've you've actually Correct. transversed for out of your human body, like you've just done what Jesus Christ did. So you no longer experience human emotions. Yep. But you have to break those chains from your own soul in order to ascend. You have to understand. Actually, it makes sense for ghosts because if you ever thought about a ghost, yeah. they're just the people that can't wrap their head around the fact there's no longer a body anymore. You have to understand that you are part of something greater. Huh? You have to break the chains that bind you. You have to understand that what binds me has been killed. What surrounds me has been overcome. My desire is gone and ignorance is died in a world. I was released from a world and in a type from a heavenly type. And from the chain of forgetfulness, which is temporary, because when you're in a human body, you don't remember being a part of the source. You have part think, of think about what we've told you. I got a kid that walked in in front of me and a whole bunch of my buddies and asked his baby brother that was just born. What does God look like? Because I forgot. 
Think about that. Think about what that question is. Think about where we're at. We're way past that. We were never that age. We never asked that question. But that little kid walked into his baby brother's room and said, hey, what does God look like? Because I forgot. And as we get older, we keep forgetting further and further and further out. It's not until something life altering happens in your life, snaps you out of that and says, oh, shit. Yeah, there's something else out here. And then you realize real quick, fast, in a hurry. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there's all this other shit we were supposed to do. I remember this from when I was a kid. but And it takes forever for us to remember when we heard it before. From now on, I'll obtain the rest of the time of the season. Think about how that said. I'll obtain the rest of the time of the season. What season? What season? In eternity, in silence, because you no longer have a human mouth to speak. You're a part of a connected consciousness. After Mary said these things, she fell silent because the Savior had spoken with her up until this point. In response, Andrew said to the brothers and sisters, say what you will about what she said. I, for one, don't believe the Savior said such things because these teachings seems like different ideas. In response, Peter spoke out with the same concerns. He asked them concerning the Savior. He didn't speak with a woman without our knowledge and not publicly with us, did he? Will we turn around and all listen to her? Did she prefer, did he prefer her to us? And then Mary wept and said to Peter, my brother, Peter, what are you thinking? Do you really think that I made all this up in my heart or that I'm lying about the savior? In response, Levi said to Peter, Peter, you've always been angry. Now I see you're debating with this woman just like the adversaries. But if the Savior made her worthy, who are you to reject her? Surely the Savior knows her very well. That's why he loved her more than us. Rather, we should be ashamed of ourselves, clothe ourselves with authentic humanity, and acquire it for ourselves as he instructed us. Surely, surely you will. You've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Well, we've heard that uh, several times. Go back, go back one page right, real quick. Let me read that again. Peter, you've always been angry. Now I see you're debating with this woman just like you did the adversaries. But if the Savior made her worthy, who are you? Who are you to reject her? Surely. Wait, where, where'd it go? Who are you to reject her? What the? Where did you go? You uh, went back like I did twenty back. pages. Like, oh, go back, go back uh, one, just one, yeah, one, one right there, yeah. Surely, right there, the Savior knows her very well. That is again a tie to a. He was married to her, and surely, who are who are you to judge anything? that she says, how do you know what happens on the pillow? You have no idea what pillow talk goes on between the two of them. They're married. How dare you? But listen, rather we should be ashamed of ourselves, 
clothe ourselves with authentic humanity and acquire it for ourselves as he instructed us, meaning they don't have authentic humanity. They have to go and acquire it for themselves as Jesus taught them to. Is it is it authentic humanity That's or is it literally what camouflage right now because they've got to hide? Because you got to think, like, their leader was just crucified. Everybody's coming after them. The Jews is coming after them. The, the Romans are looking for them. At this point, they're on the run. They're the most wanted people in all of Israel. They are fucking fleeing in every way, shape, and form as possible because they are trying to put an end to this before it gains power, before it gains hold within the people. And the crazy part is it started in the Romans first. The Romans took it home. And that's where it really bred and took off from. That's the crazy shit. We'll get into that later, though. We just got a whole new map for that. So it's crazy. I am picked up so much from it just by looking at it. craziness. We should preach the gospel, not laying down any rules or laws beyond what the Savior has said. After Levi said these things, they started to go out and preach the gospel according to Mary. So now we want to go to the appendix because in here is the original text. With the formatted and unformatted. So we want to go to the unformatted version. Because that changes things because it removes time. So changes everything. Okay. The unformatted version. So this is to be read just as it as mm -hmm. it is right now. No jumping around. Just read it. Then will matter be destroyed or not? The Savior said. Every nature, every form, every creature exists in and with each other but they'll dissolve again into their own roots because the nature of matter dissolves into its nature alone. Anyone who has ears to hear should hear. Peter said to him, since you've explained everything to us, tell us one more thing. What's the sin of the world? The savior said, sin doesn't exist, but you're the ones who make sin when you act in accordance with the nature of adultery, which is called sin. That's why the good came among you up to the things of every nature in order to restore it within its root. Then he continued and said, that's why you get sick and die because you love what tricks you. Anyone who can understand should understand. Matter gave birth to a passion that has no image because it comes from what's contrary to nature. Then confusion arises in the whole body. That's why I told you to be content at heart. If you're discontented, find contentment in the presence of the various images of nature. Anyone who has ears to hear should hear. When the Blessed One said these things, he greeted them all and said, Peace be with you. Acquire my peace. Be careful not to let anyone mislead you by saying, Look over here or look over there, because the Son of Humanity exists within you. Follow him. Those who seek him will find him. Go then and preach the gospel about the kingdom 
Don't lay down any rules beyond what I've given you, nor make a law like the lawgiver, lest you be bound by it. When he said these things, he left, but they grieved and wept bitterly. They said, how can we go up to the Gentiles to preach the gospel about the kingdom of the son of humanity? If they didn't spare him, why would they spare us? Then Mary arose and greeted them all. She said to her brothers and sisters, don't weep and grieve or let your hearts be divided because his grace will be with you and will protect you. Rather, we should praise his greatness because he's prepared us and made us humans. When Mary said these things, she turned their hearts toward the good and they started to debate the words of the Savior. Wait, wait. obviously you've already heard a couple differences in this. The son of humanity instead of... Yeah. When Mary said these things, she turned their hearts towards the good. Well, we, that, that was... What, what, what is towards the good? We talked about that before. That's yeah. the same as before. But now he's prepared us and made us humans and not authentic people. Yeah. Humans. They weren't human before. Mm. Interesting. Peter said to Mary's sister, we know the Savior loved you more than any, more than all other women. Tell us the words of the Savior that you remember. These things which you know that we don't and which we haven't heard. In response, Mary said, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's hidden from you. So she started to tell them these words. I, she said, I saw the Lord in a vision and I said to him, Lord, I saw you in a vision today. In response, he said to me, you're blessed because you didn't waver at the sight of me. For where the mind is, there is the treasure. I said to him, Lord, now does the one who sees the vision see it in the soul or in the spirit? In response, the Savior said, they don't see in the soul or in the spirit. But the mind which exists between the two is what sees the vision. And desire said, I didn't see you going down, but now I see you're going up. So why are you lying since you belong to me? In response, the soul said, I saw you, but you didn't see me or know me. I was to you just a garment and you didn't recognize me. When it said these things, it left rejoicing greatly. Then it came to the third power, which is called ignorance. It interrogated the soul and said, where are you going? In wickedness, you're bound. Since you're bound, don't judge. And the soul said, why do you judge me? Since I haven't judged, I was bound, even though I haven't bound. They didn't recognize me, but I've recognized that everything will dissolve, both the things of the earth and the things of heaven. When the soul had overcome the third power, it went up and saw the fourth power, which took seven forms. The first form is darkness, the second desire, the third ignorance, the fourth zeal for death, the fifth the kingdom of the flesh, the sixth the foolish wisdom of flesh, the seventh the wisdom of anger. These are the seven powers of wrath. They ask the soul, where do you come from, you murderer? And where are you going, conqueror of space? In response, the soul said, what binds me has been killed. What surrounds me has been overcome. My desire is gone and ignorance has died. 
in a world, I was released from a world and in a type from a type, which is above and from the chain of forgetfulness, which exists only for a time from now on, I'll receive the rest of the time of the season of the age in silence. When Mary said these things, she fell silent because the Savior had spoken with her up to this point. In response, Andrew said to the brothers and sisters, Say what you will about what she said. I myself don't believe that the Savior said these things because these teachings seem like different ideas. In response, Peter spoke out with the same concerns. He asked them concerning the Savior. He didn't speak with a woman without our knowledge and not publicly with us, did he? Will we turn around and all listen to her? Did he prefer her to us? And then Mary wept and said to Peter, my brother Peter, what are you thinking? Do you really think that I brought this up by myself in my heart or that I'm lying about the Savior? In response, Levi said to Peter, Peter, you've always been angry. Now I see you debating with this woman like the adversaries. But if the Savior made her worthy, who are you to reject her? Surely the Savior knows her very well. That's why he loved her more than us. Rather, we should be ashamed. Clothe ourselves with perfect humanity. Acquire it for ourselves as he instructed us and preach the gospel, not laying down any other rule or other law beyond what the Savior said. When Levi said these things, they started to teach and to preach the gospel according to Mary. What gospel do you all believe that we've heard all these years? How many times does she have to say that the gospel according to Mary? The gospel we've read all these years is not the gospel according to Jesus Christ. So they assume that this is the end of this book because it ends with the gospel according to Mary. But what if that's just the end of that sentence? Levi said these things. They started to go out and to preach the gospel according to Mary. Just read it differently. No, I, I, that's what that's I'm it. saying. Exactly. What if what they went out and preached was the gospel according, according to Mary? At Mary's direction. At Mary's direction. Yeah. The gospel that Mary approved. Saying, hey, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't start taking my head off. No, she said, go out and start preaching the gospel. I'm not saying her gospel. I'm saying go start preaching the gospel. So that means Peter was not the one who said, go start preaching. Do you see mm -hmm. the difference now in the Bible? Mary told them to go out Peter, and start preaching the gospel. Peter, according to the Bible, was the one who said, go out and preach the gospel. No, it was not at Peter's behest. It was at Mary's behest. Mary was the one that said, hey, go out and preach the gospel now. That changes a lot of shit, especially in that time frame where supposedly women were treated like almost slaves. And now we're hearing a woman said, go out and preach. the." That means, whoa. Women in this religion had a whole lot more stature and a whole lot more power. Here we go. 
Additionally, Mary Magdalene was conflated with Mary of Bethany on the basis that John 12, 3 to 8 defines the woman who anointed Jesus as Mary of Bethany. Some interpreters, including Bourgeau, and continue to identify Mary Magdalene as Mary of Bethany for a number of other reasons. This was the French guy. Yet, yeah, no, I already know about this. That's the point that I was getting at. The Holy Grail, uh, you're going to get into all of it. I know where you're going with this. No. That was a retard. That was a retard from France who couldn't understand the difference between the two Marys. Because Mary of conflate, Bethany did anoint Jesus. But it seems to conflate. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Let me go back to that. Because we were talking about this before. Um, the suggestion of Margaret Starbird and the woman with the alabaster jar, Mary Magdalene, the Holy Grail, Grail, 1993, that Magdalene could have been a nickname meaning tower or great instead of a description of Mary's hometown as part of a lar larger argument intended to explain how Mary of Magdala could also be of Bethany. But it seems difficult to conflate these two Marys on the basis of the gospel narratives. Mary Magdalene is specifically said to have been from Galilee, not Bethany. And John's gospel appears to maintain a clear distinction. Thank you. So that's where A, I was going. But Magdala. All right. So when you take the word Magdala and you put it in all your scientific researchy shit and you actually go to the old Sanskrit, Magdala, what does Magdala actually mean in Sanskrit? Magdala actually meant in Sanskrit betrothed. So her name, Mary Magdalene, which the French would have trans transcribed from the Coptic, it would have transcribed from Coptic, yeah. which Aramaic would have been the precursor to Coptic. So it would have transcribed Magdalene or like <clears throat> lemon sweet tart sort of in French. But in French, actually, Magdalene has a very large Catholic connotation to it. And the Magdalene... A, a lot of people have always said, oh, that's the Mary, the Mary cookie. Why is that? Because Magdalene actually means betrothed in Aramaic. So she could have very well been Mary Magdalene and Mary Magdalene being betrothed to who? Jesus Christ. Back then, that would have been a way you would have been defined as a woman mm -hmm. or greeted as such. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that far off. I, I I don't know. You tell me. Hey, we just find this shit and read it. That's that's a compelling gospel that kind of puts a different spin on the things we've heard. Maybe we need to start looking at those seven deadly sins a little closer and saying, well, what else could you spin off of that 28 different ways? Because if you can do that to wrath... Could you imagine what you could do to jealousy? Yes, Lindsay, that's exactly why we take men's last name in marriage. Because Mary would have been known initially as Mary, daughter of, and then Mary, betrothed of, then Mary, wife of, Mary, wife of Joseph of Nazareth. Or Arimathea. Arimathea, but, yes. but you know. You, you, you could look at it that way, yes. Um, if you look at, like, for instance, even in Muslim names, 
like Abu. Abu is not what you think it is. Abu is son of. Yep. And whatever name comes after that is his father's name. Same thing with so like if he's Abu oh. Muhammad. Abu Muhammad is just son of Muhammad. That's all it means. Like when you hear these terrorist names, they're not like, oh, God gave it to him. No, they are son of Muhammad, son of whatever the name is. You can come up with it, whatever it is. That's the name. That's all it means. Abu Bakr was just the son of Bakr. That's it. Stupid. But we're so dumb. We took into that because we couldn't figure out that's, oh, that's just a family name or a tribal name. You'll have that in those big jobs, I guess. Anyway. Mick, you were saying Mick? Yeah, like McPherson or oh, well, that's that's the same thing. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, family of or son of, you know, the original McPherson was son of Clan 2. Or, or Clan 2. Yeah. Because a lot of times it was Clan 2, yep. especially in Scotland. It was like Clan 2, the whatever, the son of the big family that was there or like o'reilly same thing yeah yeah o'reilly's another one yeah that's a whole yeah. oh, we're not even gonna get into that though but that's why you have o'reilly's and riley's and they're all they're related because you drop the o it just meant of of yep. of the clan riley yep so you just drop that and now you're just riley but all related and it's also it's how too. they tracked bloodlines. That's all that is. That's all that was about. It's pretty much bloodlines. That's it. It's how they track bloodlines. Over and over again. It's how they track bloodlines. Because they're the most important. So. Anywho. Hey, uh, we got to smoke and uh, probably get the fuck out of here. And I mean, we've only been on for not even two hours. Holy shit. I know. I, well, I got to drop the... Um, or I got to... <laughs> Put out the scratch. I got to tell you a bit of what's coming. Oh, well, you see, now you're going full moda. Why I are am. you going full moda? I am. There, nobody wants full moda. Nobody ever goes full moda. You guys want moda? Scratch is out, by the way. Yeah, you guys want moda? I mean, let me know. She said she's going moda. You want, she she, you want, want she moda? can go full moda. So I, I don't know. If you guys want Mother of the Apocalypse, Oh, she's uh, Lindsay. Of course, has been waiting for it. Of course, Lindsay's <laughs> Lindsay been waiting for wants it. Moda. I Moda, Moda, Matthew, Moda. Hold on, everybody say Moda. Okay, so you you got to go now. Hold on, Matthew six three three says there's a podcaster named the Wizard that said Jesus Christ had children. That's true, and they had children, and the entire nose COVID test was the cabal looking for these kids, and he's a part of it, but it didn't work. Correct. We believe that, that too. All we also correct. believe that. Yes. Jesus and Mary actually had two children. They had first a son who died very early on. They found his sarcophagus in the late 90s yeah. mm -hmm. and then they had a daughter she was pregnant uh Sarah. when she was crucified when jesus was crucified mary was about two three months pregnant at the time and she gave birth to a daughter named sarah s-a-r-a -A, sarah who um yes was smuggled out of israel well, wasn't Israel at the time, but 
Um, and uh, was married into the royal, what became the royal families. St. Clair version. Mm -hmm. Yes. She falls under the St. Clair bloodline. Yes. Okay. So do believe in all of that. I completely believe in all of that because I've seen the proof for it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the French Huguenot um, diary of the gentleman who was working on the docks the night um, one of the Templar ships returned from I, I, wherever they were. They came back without their horses. He made very big note of that because of how important horses were to the, the Templar Knights. And uh, one of the big things they had on the cargo was a, a box that was carried off that was labeled S-A-R-A. -A, and that's it. So, yeah, I, I completely believe that Sarah existed. I completely believe that Jesus Christ had kids. I completely believe that what the way that we're supposed to survive going forward is kids, that reproduction is the ultimate goal or should be the ultimate goal for us. Think about your body. Think about the way all the viruses and all that crap works. If, if you think about that, it'll never kill the host. It'll always keep the host alive because if the host is not alive, how is the virus going to survive? The virus will die. Can't. So it'll keep the host alive. So how, how do you perpetuate life? Life is perpetuated through having kids. Got to have kids. Jason said, what's Moda? I am Moda, Jason, when I go Mother of the Apocalypse. That's the acronym for, they call me Mother of the Apocalypse. So That's the secret to life. Life is just, hey. So. Pestilence, the sword, and famine. Pestilence is here, it'll worsen. The sword will come when the lights are turned off. The fire will bring the famine. So if the end of the morning causes the fire, the great morning, not the beginning of the day, as in mourning, as in sadness, as we will all weep and grieve. The end of the morning causes the fire. What causes the morning? What have we done? Look at what we've lost. Oh, how we will miss the life we had. So a three-prong attack on the power grid, a.k.a. human lights. The sun, war, and vandalism. Man will turn against man, nation against nation, family against family. What would cause that? Chaos. What causes chaos? Take away their idolatries, power, and the internet. What is a zombie? Why is it when they're injured, they're nearly impossible to kill? It is you. At what lengths would you go to protect and feed your family? So will your neighbor. Man will fight against his most adversarial enemy himself. This is the sword. Let me explain that a little less cryptically for those that don't necessarily understand, understand angel speak. So when the lights go out, which they will, maybe today. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. It's all over the news, but the lights will go out. And when the lights go out, 
it'll take, well, the looting will start right away within hours. But it'll take regular people a couple of days to realize that they're not coming back on anytime soon. And for them to realize that they have, there's no internet, there's no way for them to get food. There's only three days worth of food in the grocery store. They can't walk out to their gardens and just pick food for dinner. So they're going to be hungry and their kids are going to be hungry. So they're going to go down the road to their neighbors that have food. You know, the ones that they always made fun of that were preppers or that had a garden. And they're going to go down and ask for food. They're going to go down and ask for help. That were like you. And they're going to be refused if they're not shot, which they might just be shot, but they're going to be refused. And then their kids are going to get hungrier and they're going to get angry. Why do they have, but they won't share with me when my kids are starving. So they're going to find whatever weapon they have and they're going to go back to that house. And if they aren't shot at that point, then they're going to take whatever they can. Man will fight against his most adversarial enemy, himself. Another man, that is the sword. How many will perish from the act of his neighbor? What will you do to protect your land and family? This causes the mourning. What have we done? Look what we have lost. Oh, how we miss the life we had. The Antichrist arrives in God's timing when he has seen enough of us perish. We're being told 30% by pestilence, 30% by the sword, and 30% by the famine. So, how long is enough? How long will the lights be out for? 10 days? No. 20? No. 40 days and 40 nights. That would be enough. It's in God's timing when it ends. It will be fast. It will come fast. It won't be fast. It will come fast. Three prongs represent our power. He will use three prongs to attack it. Sun, the sun, volcanoes, and war are everywhere in my sight. The sun, war, and vandalism will create the sword. War creates the mourning. The lack of it creates the fire. Remember, when the mourning is done, then the fire will rain down. God will use volcanoes for the foundation must be shaken. What we've talked about before, about what we've visioned with the after effects of EMP, the war prong aspect. But it will be a marvel of God to see the firmament in his glory. You will see things you've never seen. The rain of fire will be the volcanoes. It will last more than humanity desires, but long enough for the journey to be hidden in its chaos. All over the globe. Japan, Yellowstone, Italy, Iceland. So, and at some point during that time, 
the six living angels and four dead angels will be called up to heaven. And the veil will part and we will all see God in all of his glory. That is the day when you must not panic, when you must not run. Do not turn away. Stand still and look up. Stand still and look up. Keep your feet as a stone. For those who scurry away in fear shall surely be consumed. Do not be like Lot's wife turning back. Do not look back to see where your children are or where your husband might be. Look at God. That's it. Do not turn away. Do not panic. Do not fear. Your heart will be at peace. But 90% of the world's population is going to die. Well, thank you, Mona. So. <laughs> Holy shit. How is that? She's all peaceful up into that point, and then she drops that bomb. Fuck you, but hey, then all I, yeah, I don't know, 300% of the world's population is going to die. 90%. You're all fucked. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How's that for a prophecy for you? That's a hell of a prophecy. Mm-hmm. And that only fills in half the questions because we've gotten the other half of that before that tells us exactly pretty much the same exact thing. Yeah, pretty much over and over again. We've gotten that message over and over again. I just got to put all the pieces together recently. It's not a pretty picture. And it's coming really soon, y'all. Like, I'm talking like it's about to start here any minute. Literally. Any day. So be ready. Don't fall asleep. Be ready. We have to be awake. We have to be awake for his coming. We have to. Because if you're not, you ain't going to see it. If you don't see it, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow, how do you follow that up? I mean, seriously, how do you I don't know. What, That's what I've been dealing with. If I've seen a little y'all y'all know when I get full moda. Something like this, when I go when something triggers me as full moda, um, as it were, it takes me a couple days to process everything. So sometimes I, I might seem a little out of sorts or distracted or just not my normal happy self. It's normally because I'm processing something. That was not gigantic. a message given to you by Gabriel. That was either. not a message given to me that's by Gabriel. That's the crazy part. No, so. no, no. That came from Ural. That's not good. He always has, he's got control at time so it's a- well not really control more he doesn't control time he just has a greater understanding of it than anybody else which gives him a better ability to manipulate it mm. so he fucks everybody else pretty much yes <laughs> look up at the stars every night that you can for the next couple of weeks stars will fall from the sky as in revelation They are angel spirits sent by the Lord God to ready his army. Who is his army? You are. That's us. 
We are his army. Fuck, folks. What have we been talking about? I mean, seriously. Anyone else have white orbs following them or a green orb? Yes. All the time. Yes, darling. Uh, Most definitely. Have you been able to see people's colors? Just wondering, asking for a friend. If you have, you need to start reaching out because you might be deeper in this than you think. It is surreal. It, it It's really surreal. I can, I'll tell you right now, this is what I can see. I can see people's colors. You can't lie to me. What do you mean you can see? I can see everything about you. All I got to do is look at you. I have used this for probably about six years, seven years successfully to include her. Then she figured it out. Cunt. Yeah. Yeah. It's out there, folks. I'm telling you, this is not, it's not fake. It's not gay. It's not, it's not stupid. It's not, you know what I found? You know what I found? Since you said that, but literally, he's literally a human lie detector. I don't know if it's in our nature to lie or not, but when you live with someone that can literally tell when you're lying and when you're not, you just train yourself not to lie because it just fucks everything up, right? You get called out on it all the time. So, and then it becomes a habit to always tell the truth. Let me tell you. You get in a lot more trouble for telling the truth all the time than you do for lying every once in a while. A lot, a lot more trouble. People don't understand it. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't understand how you just don't lie. Well, when you live with a fucking human lie detector, trust me, you get to the point where you just don't lie. Let me put it to you this way. It's pointless. I I, I used to walk into work and people would say, You don't, people would come up to me and say, you don't say anything till about 10 a.m. People were scared to death of me because I never talked. I, I don't, I normally don't. I'm actually, if you ever meet me in person, you'll realize. He's chatty McChatty over here, but you know, he doesn't talk in real life. In real life, when you're <laughs> around me, I, I don't say a whole lot. If I don't know who you are and I don't know what you are, there's not a whole lot said. And I'll, I'll be very quiet because what she just said is very true. If you can't lie, if there's nothing that you can say, that would be a lie. How could you talk to somebody? Like everything I've told people think about it. So for instance, one of the, one of my best examples is I got called to this hooch one night, middle of the night, this kid tried to take his own life, shot himself, Right underneath his chin, I guess at the last second, he decided, I want to live. Pulled his head back. As the bullet passed through his chin, went through his teeth, front part of his teeth and out the front of his head, skipping all the vital organs. Kid lived. When I saw him, he's like, (laughs) there's blood like spitting out of his mouth, coming out from underneath his chin. (laughs) And I was like, Holy shit. See, he couldn't even do that right. (laughs) And the guy that was with me looked at me and goes, dude, that was a really fucked up thing to say to him. I was like, why? I was like, if you're such a coward that you're going to eat a bullet now, what's going to happen when the time comes? That's the way I used to think. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of like, wait a minute. If free will tells us that the only life you're allowed to take is your own. Who are you to stop somebody? Who, like Mary said, who are you to judge these? Who are you to stop somebody? Well, actually, um, Levi said, who are you to judge? I, I Man, I, it, I'm just saying it, there's a lot of weird shit in there that we've gotten different descriptions on that. I got to sit there and go, wait a minute. That's some crazy shit to read, to read that and then hear what we've already talked about. Stopped on Thursday, huh, Matthew? That's interesting. Matthew said, I've seen, uh, I've seen them, the orbs. They manifest in front of me like a Mongolian warrior, but made out of little lights. They came to my place and would shine the lights through my windows. It was odd. It stopped on Thursday. Hmm. Look, y'all believe, look, I'm not one about saying that any religion is wrong or any religion is right. What I'll tell you is this. There is something about this Christianity thing that apparently nobody wants to talk about and everybody's against right now. If you look at the world in general and you look at what's going on globally, Christianity is on its way out. Uh, they've look at what they've done with the Muslims. Look at how they've stuck them into countries, massive populations worth. Think about here in our own country in the U S we have massive populations in Minnesota. We have outbreeding is one of the top concerns of the Muslim religion. Did you know that they will breed you out? They can breed more than you can, and they can outbreed you. We were talking on the good book the other day of the part where um, God says that you'll inherit, you'll inhabit a land that isn't yours and houses that you didn't build, etc. That is what the great migration is today. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. If you think about it, it's the same thing. It's no different. Mm -hmm. Military aged males coming across the southern border. Think about it. It is a great migration. It's coming here to our land. What are you going to do? Are are you going to sit by idly by waiting till it affects you? Because obviously that's what 90% of our country wants. And and when you tell me, well, wait a minute, Mick, no, that's not true. Our country doesn't want that, really? So then explain to me about the abortion thing. Because, you know, it's funny. I talked to my buddy last night. We had a pretty in-depth conversation about this, too. Because I was uh, a little perturbed by that. Scares me to think that our population thinks the best way to solve our birth control crisis is to solve it through abortion. And yet our infant mortality rate has gone up for the first time in 20 decades in two decades 20 years quite right I was getting it that was going to be the second stat i was <laughs> about to mention but yes and yet our infant mortality rate has gone up it, it scares me to think that there's a group of people out there who will outbreed you 
And we already know this because they've already tried this once before. And we, we just seem to be okay with it. Like there's no worry here. Like I get it. Put all your faith in God. But I don't see any of our governors or any of our government or any of the G-men coming around saying, wait a minute, what if that is the plan? What if the plan is to make so many of these kids half-breeds that they're half-Palestinian, half-American in nature that they outbreed all of us and they just kind of say, fuck it. What if that's Joe Joe Biden's plan? What if what if that is the I you can call it the idea to the master race? You can call that to the key to the master race, the part that uh, Hitler couldn't figure out. I mean, <laughs> think about how else if you don't kill them all, which we already know Hitler tried. Hitler tried to kill all the Jews. He and he found out, dude, that's way too expensive. How else do you do it at a cheaper rate? Well, you outbreed them. How do you outbreed them? You send your people to those countries, you have them intermingle. Well, what do you send? Nothing but males. What have they been sending to our country? Nothing but military age males. To do what? To mingle with our liberal women. And do what? breed a new population that's going to say no, fuck no to the whatever the new constitution is or whatever constitution they want to believe in. Too bad they're all infertile. Thanks to the jab. Mm -hmm. I, do we do we hail the jab or do we hell the jab? You, you know what I'm saying? Because in a way, you all have to be thankful to the jab. Because now we get to outbreed them. No shit. Think about it. Because the more fertile women right now are all unjabbed. And hey, the more fertile men right now are unjabbed. You know, uh, unvaccinated sperm is uh, in very high demand. Yeah, right did you now. hear that there's a whole black market for yeah, it? Yep. There's a whole black market right now for unvaccinated sperm. But if it's a vaccinated mother, what's the point? Hmm. The DNA has already been fucked with, folks. What's the point? Mm -hmm. Just saying. Look, we cannot lose. We cannot memory hole this. This vaccine. This needs to be a presidential issue for the next 20 years going forward if we make it. I don't think we're going to make it, we but don't. if we do make it, this has got to be a carry on thing that goes on for the next 20 years. Why did you require us to get this vaccine? What was your goal? You can't stop asking that question. That question has to be asked from here until the end of time. Because you know what? You're never going to know the truth until that question is asked. And that's, that's the point. Nobody wants to ask Donald Trump. Nobody wants to ask Donald Trump that question. Why not? Because Donald Trump tells him straight off the bat. Nope. You ain't asking me that question. Have to kill me first. You are absolutely right, darling. Everything we will we were taught is a lie. And my great grandmother was Maria Orsic. So um, if you know who that is, then you understand that I know what you're talking about. So actually, 
I sent uh, I sent Zion a picture of her and me the other day. I mean, I've met him in person, but and he was like, holy shit, you really do look just like her. Spitting image. It's kind of. It's a scary thought. Yeah. Hey. You want to get high? Yes. Hey, y'all want to get high? One more time for the J-Man this time. This time it's for Jason mm-hmm. or Justin. For Justin, for the J-Man tonight. Let's do it. If you got it, it's legal, and you can smoke it. Let's do it. He would have wanted us to do this anyway, so fuck him. He'll do it. He actually probably would have been here for this episode, to be honest with you. Yes, yes he would have. We probably would have been arguing. Come along in the ball. Well, he was also of the yeah. bloodline of well, Jesus. Tabor, you, hey, I'm beginning to believe they used to get stoned biblically. I'm beginning to believe that because the more and more I look into, uh, have you ever looked into incense? The holy anointing oil. Incense has actually got cannabis in it. Think about that. They're walking through the church with incest or incense playing or, you know, stinging up the whole church with it. Meanwhile, everybody's getting high. Oh, yep. shit. It's a fun way to be. Just saying that was the original stuff. I don't know about the shit today. Who knows? Shit today probably has control factors in it to make sure that you dumb down when you're in church. Matthew said they've changed the formulation. I was supposed to work on that jab project. I've been clinical research for 20 years. Then they had one FDA approved. Then they changed the formulation and waited for the resident. We are well aware of that. They changed the formulation on February 3rd of 2020. We know the exact date. It's when they added the secret ingredient, the trade secret ingredient to the COVID vaccine. And now it's come out. Um, There's actually, uh, they've found millions of fragments of DNA in the vials of the vaccine that are floating around that's not supposed to be there. Hmm. So. What happens when you try to cut abstract DNA with fresh DNA? Weird shit. Not good stuff. Just saying. Exactly. That's all we do. Have to kill me first. We only smoke what we grow or what we can get from somebody else who grew it. Yeah. We know where our, our we know where ours comes from. That's it. We don't fucking fuck around with any of that other shit. Nope. I really can't because I'm allergic to like everything. So I always have to be really careful. Um, one time I took a hit off of a, I was at a bar and I took a hit off, off a pipe and they just, they, I asked too, and they just said it was weed and I ended up in the hospital. It was not good. So. Yeah.
Y'all ready to fight zombies? Yes, Zion, I think we are. I think right now we already are because I think most of the liberals out there who believe that all this shit that we're talking about never happened or the fact that they keep protesting for Palestine, yet they don't even know that there have been Jewish people that have been taken hostage. Uh, they don't even know that like these people would throw them off of a building like I showed a video just the other day to this pro-Palestinian woman. She had it on her car. And I said, wow, hey, this is what, what you support. She said, what's this? I said, oh, this is when they toss the faggot off the top of the building. Oh, when his body hit the ground, kids immediately started stoning him to death if he wasn't already dead. He landed on his head, so I was pretty sure he's dead. But just saying, this is what you protest for. This is your thing. Full move, Con. Full move, Con. Because all you fags and all you queers out there that say, I stand with Palestine, they throw your ass off a roof in a heartbeat. They wouldn't even think twice about it. They say, peace be upon you. Matthew says, all the ones that took the jab have gotten their minds literally changed. Most definitely. Um, Completely agree. I'll tell you, one of my, uh, one of the favorite things that I learned, what DNA really means. Deoxyribonucleic acid, if you break it down, dio is God, oxy is one, technically man, woman, one. Or the source. Mm -hmm. Ribo is truth or translator, depending on the language, um, Arabic or. Well, Aramaic. Or Latin. Yeah. And uh, nucleic is inside and acid is fire. So deoxyribonucleic acid translates to the truth of the one God and the fire inside you. Truth of the one God and the fire inside. And then your ribonucleic acid, your RNA, is the translator to the fire inside. And when you change that in the messenger RNA, which isn't really because what they told you was messenger RNA wasn't, notice they never put messenger RNA, they put mRNA, modified RNA is what they used. What that it really is is the, DNA. The mRNA that they used there is modified, not messenger, modified RNA. So when you replace the message from the truth of the one God and the fire inside to the translator and back again, when you modify it, what happens? You have disconnected yourself from God at the genetic at the genetic level, literally at the source. And the more of them you take, it opens you up to be connected to something else. A demonic realm, perhaps. And yes, people are literally changing in front of you. Their personalities have changed. I mean, I know, I, I know for sure that our neighbor across the street got a booster six months ago or so. We know for a fact How that your that? father did. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. my dad is a whole different person now. But like our neighbor across the street, the one who kept calling code enforcement on us, calling the county on us. We used to be friends. Yeah, when we first moved in, yeah. he was the first one to come over and introduce himself mm -hmm. to us. Yep. Yep. Turned out to be the biggest douche on the block. Shoot him in the heartbeat now if he, I found him on the property. Jason, our email is mickvlynn, M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N at gmail.com. mickvlynn at gmail.com. So, yes, they're, I mean, people are, their whole personalities have changed. And now they're hearing voices. N not 
just one voice, not a good voice. They're hearing bad voices. Lots of them. You know, when shit starts to spring up that way, it, it it's echoed by him. They they do shit to counteract whatever's going on down here to let you know that no, don't worry about it. God's got this. Do not fear. It's written 365 times in the Bible for a reason. Do not fucking fear. Don't fear it. Don't live your life like a sheep, but don't fear. Do not fear. That's that's the way we're supposed to live our life. Jared yeah. says, I can tell he's been vaxxed now by how they talk and think. Our yeah. kid literally distinguishes half his class as the jabbed kids. Forget all that. I, I meet them. They, you know, it was funny just the other day. Was at somebody's house telling them how much it was going to replace to be to replace their garage door. And I said, you know, uh, I saw the signs pulling up to the driveway. I said, I, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but it, it's not going to be a pretty picture, but this is how much it's going to cost you for me to fix this. I said, you know, thanks to uh, current policies in place, unfortunately, metal costs a buttload right now. She said, yeah, Biden. I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he said, uh, I, I, I thought maybe this is the point that I thought I, I would see things changing, but I guess not. But he was like, you know, I almost want to say no. But I know it's not going to get any better, even if anybody else is in charge. I was like, well... See, I got some heartburn there. It was a lot better like three years ago. But anyway, and he was like, no, you're right. It really was. And I was like, holy shit, maybe things are getting that bad. Maybe we're maybe we're there. Maybe we're getting there. Or maybe hey, when you start seeing people start flipping like that, like in his yard, it was clear this guy was a Democrat. And I knew opening my mouth in this house, I was fucked. But I, I did anyway, because I was like, how can you not be worn out by this? How can you not say that, like, three years ago, your dollar went further? It's not bad enough yet. People aren't fighting for their survival yet. I mean, some are, but not enough of them. Yeah, the, the problem is it's us. We're the ones that are fighting for our survival right now. Because when we saw shit get good, we put our money where we thought it was going to get good. And it did. But then it turned bad just as fast as it got good. <coughs> and now we're all suffering from it. What it is, I guess. Fuck it. Don't fear it. I don't. Zion says, listen to signs. Don't look for them. See the message. Don't hear it. Do you understand? I've said this before and I'll say it again. 
if you were to randomly hear a voice in your head, I've heard a voice in my head once. I got woken up in the middle of the night by the sound of my name, my true name, at three o'clock in the morning. He was at the firehouse and woke me up. It's the first time I've heard a voice in my head that wasn't my own. Okay. And you can definitely distinguish between a voice in your head that is most definitely not your own, that is coming from outside, but isn't, well, it's 420, but isn't you, but not spoken aloud versus your own voice, even your own voice pretending to be someone else, right? You can delude yourself into thinking that you're hearing a voice in your head that's just your own voice. When you actually hear a voice in your head, then you're able to comprehend the difference. But most people, if you hear a voice in your head that's that you know isn't yours and wasn't spoken around to you, would you think you were crazy? Would you think an angel was talking to you or would you think that you were fucking batshit crazy? Would you find a priest or would you go the big farmer route? Would you go get some electric shock therapy and take some lithium to get rid of those voices? That's not how God talks to you. That's not how the angels talk to most people. Some people, but not most people. For most people, if you are looking for a sign, look around you, ask a question, a true question and listen. Listen to the next song that comes on the radio. Watch the next commercial that pops up on your TV. Look at what comes up in your feed on your phone. Does it answer your question? That's a sign. The advice too, some signs just point fingers. So they might, there might be a finger in there telling you to go somewhere else. And when you figure that out, you'd be like, oh shit, damn, that's what I was missing. Wasn't really an answer, but it kind of answered the question, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Lucid said, listen for signs. Yes, but also look for signs, mainly in the wild animals around. And that's part of a bigger picture. If you're looking for an answer to a question on the micro, right? Something personal to you, look for signs in your immediate environment. But if you're looking for what's to come, if you want that early warning system, look at the environment on a larger scale around you. Look at wild animals, look at your own animals. Look at the actions of the greater mass of people. Look at what's going on in the earth. Earthquakes, volcanoes. Look up, look at the skies. That's a big one. Look at the skies. Ask a question. That's the biggest one. Ask, why not ask? You believe, right? Why not ask? If you're so content in believing, if you're so there on belief, ask. What's it going to hurt? 
you, you all have the ability, just like I do, just like anybody else does. Ask the question. Why not? But understand, before you ask, you have to truly believe in what you're asking. That's why it has to be a true question. That's what a true question means. But ask. Can't stop you. Griff said, I'm still thinking and feeling that all things will start happening April 8th, but that's me. I mean, you're not far off. Things are already happening, but that will be a big one. Might be your part. Mm -hmm. Might be his part. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Can't say anything. I mean, we have no idea. No. Well, but. <clears throat> we just know of certain dates that we've been told. And we're I have it. until the end of the year to collect or recruit the 12 and for them to recruit 70 each, 840 total. And that training preparation and training begins at the beginning of the year. And we have approximately three months from that point. But I don't know what that preparation and training consists of. It'll come when it comes. It is what it is. Don't fear. Don't fear. Don't panic. Don't scurry. Stay put. Either way. Okay, where you know you're already in. And I, I wore this t-shirt today in mix honor. And I, I wanna I wanna share it with y'all because it's the piece. So bad. Oh my god, give it up. All right, my, go go pee. My while eyes I read the are floating. Look, look, look. This All right, is, please. This is great, y'all. Five things you should know about my husband. He is a freaking awesome grumpy veteran. He loves me to the moon and back. He can't control his mouth. He has anger issues and a serious dislike for stupid people. And number five, mess with me and they'll never find your body. So. That's my Veterans Day t-shirt in honor of Mick. And also in honor of Mick, one of our good friends across the pond, one of our brothers and most amazing supporter, uh, has paid it forward for Veterans Day. So seven people that use the promo code VET, V-E-T, at electrofreedom.com get $17 off their order with no minimum purchase. So yeah electrofreedom.com $17 off your order. So uh, you can, you know, order a $20 42 inch antenna, basically just pay the shipping and $3 for the antenna. And uh, yeah, so electrofreedom.com promo code vet saves you $17 off of any order, no minimum purchase for seven people. So go check that out. If you've been waiting for it, now's the time. So, oh, y'all, it's uh, it's getting crazy out there. But remember, put God first in your life. When you put God first in your life, everything else falls away easily. The world can go to shit, and it is, but you will have peace in your hearts. Wow. You feel better now? Thank God. 
Okay. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. Ooh, it's bad. All right. Been holding that one for a minute. Apparently. All right. Well, I plugged the show. I plugged the, the website and I plugged God. So now I have to pee. All right. So we got to <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Show. Uh, <sighs> Till then, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 5.45 for the pretty show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for the good book. Mm-hmm. 9.05 for Miss the lovely Leona. Electrofreedom.com. Electrofreedom.com. You Tabor. Sorry. He just asked. And uh, you can check out the lovely Leona, both on Rumble and on the Pilt side, both sides. She's on both. Uh, Leanna Wilbert show. You just look it up. She's there. You'll find her. Trust me. You got to type it all the way in or you're not going to find her. Mm-hmm. Um, check her out tomorrow morning, 9.05, 1130. Vince for yep. morning coffee. Uh, till then, fuckers. Uh, yep. We'll check you all out later. Have a great night uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. God bless. Moda. Peace. Thanks for watching, y'all. <laughs>